You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Hello and welcome to my new podcast called Boobies. I am your host, Sloan Brown, and your new favorite ghost, Hunter. And why am I doing this? Well, it's because there are no women in paranormal and like the paranormal world. So I figured I would change that because no one would give me a job. (laughs) Everyone is very like male friendly over there and not women friendly. So that's totally fine. But I have had some crazy experiences, like absolutely mind blowing experiences and like just really cool stories from places that like you can't even go anywhere. So I've been on like a few reality shows that involve haunted places. I got to stay at um, a crazy, crazy mental abandoned hospital in the middle of Los Angeles. And I had to be locked in the basement where someone was literally just murdered, just murdered, like not even a year ago. And their body was cut and left on little, just the stairs leading up. And there was a whole entire like, trail it was gross but i had to stay down there in a crib like uh, it's called a sciatic crib i think that's what it's called and they used to use that for mental patients and it was just terrible um so i am doing boobies as a two-part series and one of them is going to be a podcast that wraps up every single time that i go to a haunted location and i'll be doing a video that goes with it and it'll just be a really fun and exciting thing. And the videos are only on my OnlyFans, which is onlyfans.com slash Brown. So definitely go check them out. And this episode is just an introduction on, you know, exactly why I'm doing this. Some crazy, crazy things that has happened to me. Just a lot of like fun, weird LA facts, like just about the scandals of Los Angeles and the scandals of Hollywood. So let's get into it so our first thing is a dearly departed tour which is amazing it's an la based um tour that takes you through the hollywood scandals everything like that and um it's pretty freaking amazing it really got me into the manson murders and just like all things manson and i don't i'm not a fan of manson at all so don't get that twisted but i am just like a I don't know how to put this without sounding like morbid, but it's just very interesting because it is actually like kind of a part of our lives. Like our one of our favorite Mexican food places ever is El Coyote, which is where, um, you know, Sharon Tate and everyone had their last meal before they unfortunately got murdered. And it's just such a cool place. And actually, actually, I have like some stories about that. So, um... They take you all around like the places that they had went like um, after they had killed Sharon Tate and everyone they went to this gas station and the gas station is being literally renovated right now which sucks but it was literally right across the street from our old apartment and that was the picture uh, James Dean's last photo was taken at that gas station and that's where they actually I believe it was the Libyancas right after they did the Libyancas and um, they left the wallet in the bathroom to make it look like oh yeah um he came in here left his wallet like he just you know maybe got mixed up with the wrong people but no that was not not real so and then what's crazy is that uh on the dearly departed tour um totally spacing on this man's name but he's amazing he founded it and what he does is he will give you a complete Manson tour, like go to Spawn Ranch, go to all the like infamous places that everything happened. And um, whenever they were actually tearing down the Sharon Tate house, um, he went up there and they were bulldozing the fireplace. And so he got a big chunk of the fireplace from her house. And guess what? He started putting like little pieces of the fireplace in these bags. And so um, you could take home essentially a piece of Sharon Tate's fireplace. I don't know how to feel about that because I'm a firm believer of um, like spirits attaching to objects, especially like that. And I think it's just a little scary to have that. So uh, I actually brought it home. 
to my family in Texas and didn't tell them that they were living with a piece of her fireplace because honestly, I felt bad um, because if that were my sister, if that was my mom, well, she was pregnant, so maybe not mom, but if I was related to her, even as a friend, I don't really know how I'd feel about that. Just given the situation, I just don't think like it's very good juju. So um, my parents were calling me <laughs> not too long ago and saying like some weird stuff has been happening in their house. And I've always been so scared of my house in Texas, always. I, st okay, this sounds absolutely ridiculous, but I watched The Grudge when I think I was like 13 and I watched it with my old friends from school and like her, my friend's basement. And then I had to walk home by myself after that. I was so scared. I did not sleep on, um, like in my room upstairs, I slept on the sofa for I think like five years <laughs> until I graduated pretty much because I just could not be upstairs. But also my room has one of those horrible doors, like the attic doors where um, you open it from the inside, like it locks from the inside, which is horrifying. And I was always scared because I had heard um, about like homeless people staying in people's attics and they like don't know um for forever until they're like eating their food and I could have sworn that should happen but that's a whole nother issue um but uh getting back to the fireplace thing I had gotten a call from my mom and she was like girl like I've been seeing these weird things like uh something poked your dad the other night um we're we've just been really scared and my little sister who is such a scaredy cat like at literally everything she said that she um, supposedly had seen a little girl multiple times in our house. And we have um, our youngest sibling is a boy, so it couldn't even be him. But um, so we were literally just trying to figure out who this little girl was. And then a few days after that, she thought that our bulldog had fallen down the stairs and that there was a huge thud. And uh, my mom freaked out and she was like, oh my God, where's Lulu, is she okay? But no, she was sleeping sound in her bed and everything was fine. And uh, my sister got up and screamed. And so she has her room on one side of the upstairs. My old room was on the other side, but now it's my dad's office. So she said that there was a little girl sitting in the office chair looking at the computer in my dad's office slash my old haunted ass room. I know it was haunted. I just know. And um, so she's been horrified to stay at home. Well, that gets into a completely different story, but I'll tie it back to the Sharon Tate. But um, whenever I was about 23, I believe, um, Christian, my boyfriend and I, uh, we did a Ouija board with one of our old roommates and uh, it did not turn out very good. It was one of those horrible homemade Ouija boards. Uh, that you should just never do you know i grew up in a very like religious um texan family and uh, i was always taught you just don't fuck with the ouija boards whatsoever and um of course i have always wanted to do that that's like one of my goals is to just talk to uh you know some dead people and like figure out what they're doing if they need to be like set free you know if they're trapped I just was super into that. And so um, we all made this Ouija board out of literally cardboard and um, we started doing it and it kept on like spelling out this one name. And I was like, okay, are we sure that no one is fucking with this? And there was only three of us total. And uh, everyone was like, no, no one is fucking with this. It's all good. Well, not so good. Uh, it kept on spelling out this one name and God damn, I wish I could remember it because it was so long ago. Um, but kept on spelling out the name. So I Googled the name and it was a demon. And I was like, oh shit, like I was not expecting this to ever happen. This is crazy. And, um, but I was kind of loving it because I just love to be scared. I love that feeling. So um, we started like talking more to it. And then it was saying how um, she, this person was a girl and she really wanted to talk to us. And then all of a sudden, uh, we had this like crazy shoe rack in the entryway. And one of our shoes literally fell off of the shoe rack and flew. 
And we were like, oh, dear God, this is so scary. Like, what? And so we tried to keep on saying, like, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And I read up on, like, the correct way to say goodbye to a um, Ouija board. I, like, researched it all before. And so we're trying to be, like, as respectful as we possibly can. And it's just not working. It is not working at all. And uh, so we're like, okay, well, maybe if we just, like, kind of toss it to the side, maybe it will be okay. Just maybe. And so we tossed it to the side. We weren't going to even think about it. And it's like probably 1 a.m. right now in West Hollywood. And um, we were on the first floor. And we have this great balcony um, that was on Crescent Heights and Sunset. And flash forward a few hours, uh, the roommate that was doing this with us, she had her own room and she came into our room and she's like, can I please just move my bed into your room, just the mattress, just so I can sleep in here because she was so scared. And of course, we're like, yes, of course, like, let's, we're all in this together now. Um, so let's go ahead and do it. So she comes and sleeps with us. And then we had an old English bulldog named King there. Rest in peace, baby boy. But um, we, King just started freaking out and he was staring at um, our closet. We had like the whole wall was a closet because it was like a mirrored wall. So you, uh, it was like halfway open and he just kept on freaking staring at it. He would not stop. He would not stop barking. He was growling, making like the weirdest noise that we've never heard from him. Uh, and we were like, oh shit, like what if something is like hiding in a, like in the closet in like the little above area, like the above shelf, that would be, that's like my nightmare. And, um, (laughs) so we kind of got him to calm down, but then I took a Polaroid just of him and like he was in the hallway and there was a huge orb and I was like, oh, I just don't feel right about this. It's so scary. But secretly I was like really enjoying it because I love to be scared. <laughs> and so um, my boyfriend was freaking out. And then the next day, I believe it was actually Valentine's Day. And um, King and I and Christian, we all went to Target because it was very close to our apartment. And then we get a frantic call from the roommate who I did uh, this Ouija board with and she's like oh wait no actually I spoke way too soon I have to rewind it a little bit so we were going to Target and uh we are sitting and we get up and we're walking down um the little street because we had to park on the street so we're walking down Crescent Heights and um if some of you guys are not familiar with Los Angeles uh you'll know that there are like not that many homeless people at all in West Hollywood or Beverly Hills. They keep it very clean and they're just like really not allowed. And um, this woman was like way down the street and we were at the very top and um, it's like a little bit hilly right there. And uh, King started freaking out from afar at this woman and we just like could not figure out what's going on. And she got closer and closer, and I just got a horrid feeling. I did not know what the hell to do. Like, I just got a really bad feeling. Like, I wanted to be sick. And uh, King's still freaking out. Christian's, like, just really confused. And this woman is getting closer, and she literally has no white around her eyes. There is no white at all. And... uh, I still feel very uneasy. King is still freaking out and he does not bark. He's definitely not a barker. And um, she gets closer and I notice like something is kind of wrong with her jaw. And uh, I'm like, what? This is not real. Like, this is not real. And uh, it literally looked like her mouth was completely open and she didn't really have a jaw. And uh, she gets closer and closer and King is just freaking even more out. Like he is horrified. And so am I, to be honest. And I think Christian was too. And we just saw this woman and she doesn't even like acknowledge us. She just like just keeps on walking. And she probably was the scariest woman that I have ever seen by far or this because that was not a human. I strongly believe that I looked the devil in its eyes and uh, saw some shit Um, because I will never forget that feeling. Christian has that same feeling. I wish King was here so he could talk. I know he's a dog, but he would totally tell you he looked the devil in his eyes as well because that was just the weirdest thing ever. And um, so 
we were picking up the roommate and she was coming out on the intersection of Crescent Heights and Fountain. Well, we literally got in our car, watched this woman walk from one point of the intersection all the way to the next. We saw her do that. And then my roommate gets in the car and we kind of like are like, oh my God, you will never believe what the fuck we just saw. And she, so we told her, and then guess what? This woman like that reappears back to where she started from at the other side of the intersection. And we're just like, what the fuck? And she is staring at us in the car. And I just have no words. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So we were so spooked that uh, that day we went and got the Ouija board that we had made. We cut it up into a million little pieces and we went uh, in the Hollywood Hills and found a place and we buried that bitch. We were so scared. And I think we actually like might have poured some salt on it or something just in case. Like we were so nervous. (laughs) And so we buried it. We thought everything was fine. We thought it was all good. Nothing is ever going to come back. Like we just, you know, just buried that part of our life, essentially. No. So the next day, uh, I was so into, like, still, obviously, I'm just so into the paranormal that I was like, okay, let's go uh, see the Los Feliz murder house. So if you guys have never heard this story, um, I'm not... 100% sure because I didn't write it down because I wasn't intending to talk about this but I'm not for sure the exact year that this happened but it was quite a while ago Um, but this uh, doctor just kind of went crazy and this is a gorgeous house in Los Feliz I would totally live there I would buy that if I had that money because it is beautiful it has the most beautiful staircase you can see through the window but um, the story goes is that the doctor had two kids and a wife and um, he just went crazy one day and he wrote a lot in a journal and uh, he decided that he was going to kill himself and so and his family Um, so he actually killed his wife with a hammer I believe like murdered her like beat her with a hammer and then tried to get the girl the Uh, daughter as well but she ran out and I can't remember if the boy ran out or if he got killed as well but then uh, the doctor killed himself and killed himself with a glass of acid Um, so it's a pretty crazy story no one has lived there since and um, you know there are no trespassing signs everywhere like you're just not supposed to go in there but I saw a few YouTube videos of like people going in and photographing it and like looking at everything and like it's literally a time warp like it's still they still have all the things that were theirs and everything um there were like weird toys from like the i want to say like the 40s and there's just all these crazy things and i was like oh shit like i really wish we could go in there so we went but we didn't go in there because i had researched it all and it was like the neighbors there are very sensitive with this which is totally understandable i'm sure i would be too if something like that happened like right next to me and they will like automatically call the cops so we just uh did not go inside but i was like okay i need a souvenir so let's take the no trespassing sign uh i'm so stupid sometimes like just so stupid (laughs) and uh we took the sign and uh guess what I swear other shit in our house started happening and I got so freaked out that the next day we had to go and take it back because like things were just like moving like you know for a fact of where you put your shit you know and like like your watches your rings your just like stupid little things like that and they would all be missing and like move to another place where you know for a fact you did not put it right there and like shit like that was happening all the time the shoes were flying off the shoe rack um I believe a dish fell down um like our little cupboard and broke and then obviously we have King freaking out at literally everything like every single noise the hallway like this went on for days so Christian and I took the sign back put it literally back in their yard and was like okay maybe we're fine maybe we're good and uh you know we still weren't okay because uh on Valentine's Day like I would say about three or four days after the first (laughs) haunting of that woman, AKA the devil that we looked in her black eyes. Um, 
a few days after that, we get a call while Krish and I and King were all at Target and my roommate is bawling and screaming and she's like, oh my God, you have to get here right now. I am so scared. I see the lady and she's right outside of our balcony. And mind you, we lived on the first floor. So there was maybe like four feet. We were literally only four feet above it. And she could probably jump up there because she was not a real human. She's like the devil or a super supernatural being. So like, of course we rushed home and uh, she was still out there, like literally just staring in our apartment. And uh, so we gathered all our things, got the dog, got the roommate, left until she was gone. Like we literally just like kind of, you know, circled around. She's so freaking scary, but that was the last that I've ever seen her. That was the last anyone has ever seen her. So shout out the devil. Like, hey, we saw you, you exist. (laughs) So that was like one of the scariest moments. But speaking like this ties back into the Sharon Tate fireplace issue. So, we had done all this stuff before I left the Sharon Tate uh, thing, the piece of fireplace at my house. And, um, you know, my sister seeing a girl was not that, like, crazy to me because we had seen this girl, too. Supposedly, like, she made her presence very known um, from the Ouija board. And so I told my mom that I had done a Ouija board, and I think that I might have brought... Uh, some stuff into our house and she was like are you fucking kidding me why would you do that I've told you so much like never do the Ouija board how can you be so stupid blah 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 well to this day I still can't sleep upstairs um whenever I've gone to visit my family and I'm like the only one awake because I uh you know I'm on California time compared to Texas time so I'm like usually the last one to sleep over there and um I hear like my drawers opening and shutting from upstairs because you can hear it's very loud and um you know shit like that would happen constantly and you're just like what ah that's so scary but then you like tend to not really think about it and you're just like oh this girl's just having fun she's just trying to cause some shit you know and she's trying to laugh that's okay so I kind of like put that in the back of my mind and then um so weird but I know this sounds crazy and like not many people would believe it, but I've seen it. My sister's seen it. My dad has seen it. And my dad is a scientist. So he, you know, loved haunted things like, but I don't really think he really believed in them. Um, I don't think he believed like in ghosts before all of this, but now he is 110% a firm believer in the paranormal world because uh, not that long ago, he and my mother, we always, in our entryway, we always see this man, like, dressed up in very old clothes, but he's only in the entryway. (laughs) Like, he, that's his hangout spot. And so many people that, like, aren't even in our family have seen this guy, have described exactly what he looks like, exactly, like, his clothes. So you know that this person's there, but I don't think, like, it's a bad spirit or anything because it doesn't do anything. But my dad was on the couch or like the little love seat watching TV and he had seen that and also he got violently like poked so hard and it left a mark and stuff and he was like oh my god I like just felt something and uh because that's been my dream I just want to feel something like I don't want to see it I want to feel it and um so he that turned him into a believer and then my sister um she's a little bit scared she hates being there by herself which I mean I don't blame her if I didn't like this kind of stuff because I love it I'd be like yeah lock me in the freaking attic now (laughs) just kidding probably not because I was just saying what a pussy I was about my room so uh just kidding (laughs) but I don't know the house is crazy and I really do believe that we might have brought something into the house and she still has a Sharon Tate fireplace like the piece of fireplace in there and um you know I just don't know how to feel about that because she was just her and everyone else who lost their life that night um you know it was just very brutal and very sad and awful and um it's crazy to me that Manson still has followers as of this day because we would go um to El Coyote we've been like been there twice on the anniversary of the deaths and stuff and some people are weird, like um, his Manson's supposed son 
Um, and like all of his friends slash like Manson followers, they go rent out the booth that Sharon Tate and like Abigail Folger and everyone uh, sat in on their last, you know, the last meal. And they rent it out. And I've seen them like give one another um, presents, like Manson themed presents. And I just thought that was absolutely disgusting of all days. Like, no. And then I had asked questions, obviously, because this was Manson's supposed like son. And I was like, oh, like, what are you guys doing tonight? Like, you know, I just went up to them because he looks exactly like him. He dresses exactly like him. He kind of talks like him. Like, it was just really weird. And so I was like, okay, we are in L.A. This is, like, not cool, but just a very unique experience. So why not go introduce myself and, like, see what they're doing, like, what they're about. So I went up to them. This was, like, years ago. And um, they were saying that they have dinner. They exchange, like, these presents. And then they go up to the house. And, uh light a joint in his honor that's fucking disgusting i really hope these people don't watch this or listen to this because um i feel like they're gonna come get me but that's okay um but i just don't know how to feel about it but that's for a later episode because we are going to well one of the videos um that i have lined up in this series it's a two-part series just on manson stuff where i will take you guys like through the whole like all of the locations, like everything, tell more stories because this, I don't know why, but it's so interesting. And, um, you know, Zach Baggins actually bought the Libyanka house, which is crazy because my mom, <laughs> this is how crazy we are in my family. Um, my mom saw that the house was up for sale and it was like, um, I don't know if it was two million or three I cannot remember but she saw the house and she was gonna call and pretend to be like my like agent or my I was just gonna be her client like some sort of client and she was gonna set up a tour for Christian and I so we could actually go into the house and be respectable and she was like yeah uh she has family money so I'm gonna pay for the house I just want her to go through and like look at it so um so she tried that but we were informed that Zach Baggins bought it already. <laughs> so we literally had no chance. So Zach, if you listen to this or if you're going to, what shout out Zach, love you. But um, I still want to work on Ghost Adventures and I think you need a woman. I just think so. Um, and I love that you and Holly Madison are together because you guys, oh, my favorite, Holly Madison is my idol. So <laughs> I love you guys together, the most perfect couple in the whole world spooky fun just so nice but he bought the house and um i think that's amazing because uh unlike the sharon tate house you know that was sold to trent reznor he actually took the door that says pig in their blood um he took the door but eventually sold it and they bulldozed it and now it's the freaking american idol house like, how would you feel about that if you were coming out to Los Angeles to come live out your dream and you had this one crazy opportunity to be on um, TV showcasing your talent and then you have to go home to uh, that house? And I really don't think that the contestants really know. Um, like, everyone in Los Angeles knows. Well, everyone that likes this kind of stuff knows. Um, so I just like don't know how I would feel about that. Obviously, me personally would love it. I should just honestly, I should just go audition for American Idol so I could stay in the house. But too bad my voice sucks and I'm not very good at singing. But just a thought to like be on the grounds, you know, because all you can see is just the um, garage door or like not a garage door, a gate door. So you can't even pull onto the property. But I was like <clears throat> really upset. So I think everyone was very upset that Trent Reznor sold it. Um, cause I know like there's so many cool places that, you know, bad things have happened, but, um, you just need to keep up the story. So it doesn't happen again. I think in some cases, like, um, getting into one other topic is this place called the Linda Vista hospital and that's in Boyle Heights. And it was originally a railroad hospital and, um, it's just, it was the craziest place I have had so many amazing experiences and encounters with the paranormal in this 
building or actually there's two buildings there's a mental asylum and then the like main hospital but they're connected um with underground tunnels and the stories i could literally go on for so long about the stories in there um i had learned about the linda vista hospital through ghost adventures because they went there twice and i was just like damn i have got to visit so i used to go just imagine me i used to drive a jaguar before all the shit happened and um I used to drive that. I was going to freaking Boyle Heights in East LA by myself in the middle of the night. Obviously, I'm not the smartest sometimes. <laughs> I'm shocked I'm still alive, um, to be honest. But I would go there and like try and break in like with a few friends. I just try just to see. Well, one of the break-ins uh, actually ended up amazing in my favor. And I got to meet the owner of Linda Vista and he gave us a tour. And um, he, you know, was just explaining the place and everything i have the coolest photos of me in like the um old operating room like on the table in the chairs like it's just such a cool place and they still had um the records room which were filled with literal like real patient records and they didn't do anything like this um hospital just got left and completely abandoned like they didn't take any of their equipment they didn't take their records they did not take a thing and um so he was just kind of getting into the history of it and then that hospital before it was shut down really turned into like a big place um for gang violence and stuff like people coming with gunshot wounds there was one story um no one really knows if it's a real story or not but it's just like kind of a legend that one of the patients was a little girl and um she supposedly still haunts and she got shot and she haunts um people and like on one of the ghost adventures episodes um there's actually the craziest encounter with this girl <laughs> and you could see it like you could see her and um it was just insane so there's just like a lot of weird stories like that and um obviously like that hospital mistreated a lot of their mental patients which is why it's so haunted which like kind of freaks me out because i think the reason why these places are so haunted was because they're in a place where they're supposed to be getting care and um they're not they're getting the exact opposite of care they should be you know not happy but um just like comfortable because they're finally getting the care that they needed but that was not the case for most of these patients which also um rumor has it that it was also a big um black market organ um place where they would uh cut out organs of certain people and just let them die out on the table and you know like if they didn't have family like no one would miss them like so they thought and um those spirits are still there and trapped there but the craziest thing that I got to do there was um, American Horror Story Asylum, like one of my favorites ever, was having their DVD release party. And um, it was an overnight thing. And so a few of my friends and I went, we got invited and um, went and I had the craziest, oh my gosh, experiences ever. And mind you, they still had like all of the original stuff they have um it's a huge filming location like uh lords of salem has been filmed there are countless music videos um the first episode of er ever was filmed there um like just lots of stuff like that and so sometimes like you don't know if like certain things were props that were just left you know and so it's like really really scary um but but they also still had um, the crematorium, but they had a lot of the, actually they had all of the ash still there. And there were teeth fragments, bone fragments, um, like literally everything that you can imagine still in this just box. <laughs> and it, I just think that's one of the most disrespectful things in the world just to keep all of that because there are so many people that are in this one box and i have no idea what they did with it because i'll get into like what it is right now um like what the linda vista hospital is but i just really hope that they properly just buried them or had a proper burial or something for them which i just highly doubt that that's true but um getting back into the american horror story thing um we got to go to some of the coolest places like in this hospital we got to roam by ourselves um 
oh my gosh, the records room, still one of the craziest things. You can literally go and read all of these people's records. And it's just so sad because they're so forgotten. And I just really don't get how a place could still have like bone fragments, teeth, and um, records with literally photos of the patients, um, everything. And so I actually won the entire challenge with my two friends and we were going in to this, it was like where one of the Ghost Adventures guys had seen one of the little girls. And we went in there and uh, they had used like a few rooms that were next to it for Insidious. And I was like trying to talk to this girl. I tried everything I could to like get a noise, get like a feeling, never got one. So we moved on, even though that like y'all should go watch that Ghost Adventures episode. I think it was the first time that they went to Linda Vista, but it's so crazy. Um, but we went into the next room and they actually filmed Insidious 2 and 3 there, I believe. And um, there, like you could tell that it was like from Insidious because I love those movies. And um, it was like a very distinctive like wall that they had used. And I went there to get a photo. <clears throat> One of my friends was taking a photo of me. And all of a sudden, mid photo, there's just this like just giant freaking smack giant freaking smack on the um wall next to me but like we ran into the other room no one was there literally no one was in there and like our group had passed us like 30 minutes ago and we were just like what so i finally felt something and that was like one of the coolest things ever but i didn't get like a oh shit i'm so scared i just like kind of wanted to go investigate it so that was really cool um let's see and Oh, I also got to take a Friday the 13th tour in there and we got some crazy footage. I will try and find it because this was years ago, but we got crazy ass footage of um, we were using an EVP and we didn't hear it like at all. But whenever we played it back, we could 110% hear it and it was literally talking to us. I will for sure dig this video up in my archives and I will um, link it. So that was crazy, but it's even more nuts that um, right now the Linda Vista Hospital uh, got, someone bought it and guess what? They turned it into a senior living facility, but they didn't demolish it at all. Like they didn't demolish it, then rebuild it. They just renovated it. And um, I had always felt so bad for these old people. Cause like, you know, they're all like people already think that the old people are crazy now they're really like hearing shit and no one's gonna believe them and it's just mind-blowing that um something like that would be turned into a senior living facility and even they had like a mental ward which there was a room i think it was 323 or 322 something like that but um there was a room that was um occupied by a male and a male patient and he supposedly hated women and he would like leave marks there were marks on these women's uh, backs there was actually on this ghost adventure episode it will tell you the full story and um, show this girl's back but I had been in the, that room nothing ever happened to me but I felt like the biggest feeling of like heaviness like it was just so heavy and like weird it was definitely not right at all so I hope whoever is in that room is a man and I hope he's okay. I hope whoever is in that room is okay because that is one of the most notorious demon rooms ever, ever. And also they are connected still by the underground tunnel, which they used to transport bodies back and forth. So you can just like get an idea of like how haunted it really is and just like the mistreatment that went on. Um, just really gross just really sad and no old person should live there i should live there but um not that long ago my boyfriend's mom came into town and she loves all the paranormal stuff as well and i wanted to take her there so i told her all my stories like about how crazy this place was told her a little bit of the history guess what um i turned on my acting skills and um i guess it's a low income uh, senior living facility. So you have to go through like all of these uh, background checks and everything. But 
I went in there and said I had a grandma. Well, okay, first, first. We go in and we're trying to get in because obviously everything is locked. And then this cute, the cutest little old woman comes out and she's like, oh, that thing is just awful. Like, here, I'll just let you in. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yes. Thank you, woman. Yes. I love you. Um, So we went in and I was so disturbed because, um, again, like they didn't tear anything down. Well, the craziest fucking thing in the entire world to me is that. It looked exactly the fucking same. It just had a new coat of paint and maybe like a few different windows. And that was it. Uh, the freaking front desk, the exact same. The I will do like before and after photos on my OnlyFans um, just to like kind of I took some photos in there and I will compare them to like how it used to look. It's insane. So I went into the office and they're like kind of secretive about the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, I have a grandma who, like, loves this building so much. And um, how do I go? Like, I want an application for her. Can you tell me how much it is? And blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, there's a wait list of, like, three or four years to get into this building. And I'm like, wait, what? Are you kidding me? Like, that's so crazy. I wish everyone knew that this place was haunted so they wouldn't put their old folks in this place. Because that's just so sad to me. So, um started talking more with this woman and I'm like, oh, okay, well, can I still have an application? And um, she's like, yeah, just give me a, fill this out, bring it in like this week or whatever. And we can take a look if she like wants to pay a deposit. Then that means like she gets, um, she's like bumped up in the wait list and everything. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I was like, oh, can I use the restroom? And you know, I knew where the fuck the restrooms were in this place. <laughs> Cause I'd been there so many times. And, um, so I'm taking like Christian's mom and we're going down the hall. Literally the elevators are the same. And whenever um, this place was still technically abandoned, um, they had no electricity at all, none. And the elevator doors would just open, shut, open, shut, open, shut. It was crazy. And I like would never believe that if I didn't see it multiple different times. And the main elevators were literally right they're the same exact ones, same color of paint, same everything. It was mind blowing. So then we're going down the hall. They, the only things that they changed, they literally just buffed the floor, um, maybe changed like a few lights. That was it. Then we go to the bathroom, exact same. Then I totally forgot that actually on the American Horror Story Asylum DVD release party, that was like our meeting point because we had like all these challenges that we were supposed to do and whatnot, and we were supposed to like meet back at the library. Well, guess what's the fucking same? The library, oh my God, it's the same. And I was just mind blown, just completely mind blown at the fact that everything was the same. And um, just didn't really make sense, but I took the application home, so I technically have a souvenir, but I just really hope that those people are okay and they're not seeing shit. It just is so confusing to me why they did that. Because if it were actual, like an actual apartment building, I would make Christian move to East LA for that because I would die to live there. It's one of my favorite places in the entire world. So love that. What else do we have? Oh, and then also we did, um, we're going to talk more about the Hollydale Mental Asylum as well, which is actually called Ranchos Los Amigos, but that'll be in a, another episode. Um, but this place, like not even the ghost adventures gotten in, like they've never gotten in. And I know for a fact that they have tried, but supposedly it, this place is ran by the city. I'm not for sure why it's still open. Not sure why it's still open at all. Um, or why they are just wasting money because they have like security guards there 24 seven. They have, um, just people around there that work there that just doesn't, I don't know, the whole thing did not make me, the whole thing did not make any fucking sense to me. So a little bit of a background, this Hollydale Mental Asylum um, was built in ninth, actually 1888. And um, it was like a whole farm, like a giant farm. They had like stables and everything. And um, fast forward to multiple years later, obviously, um, and they had some mental patients because they also had a mental ward. And um, also, it's this crazy, 
like it's not even a block it's a giant ass block but um this place has like doctor's quarters nurses quarters um just everything is frozen in time and it's all technically abandoned so like why the hell would the city of los angeles still employ people to work there like why wouldn't they just tear everything down so it gets super fucking weird um i had went there and i didn't really know that much history about it i was just like oh my god i need to go explore this place and um one of my friends at the time had gone with me and we were there during the day and just kind of looking at it because there was no like fence around it now there is um but there wasn't a fence around it or anything and um it was just one of the coolest places it was literally like frozen in time this place is fucking huge it is giant so we actually made friends with one of the cops that works there and he was like well if you want to come back at like 2 a.m i can give you a 3 a.m tour but you're gonna have to park your car at this gas station and then i'll pick you up in the cop car so obviously that sounded super sketchy but you know what do i do we do it so i'm in downey at uh 2 a.m with my friend we leave the car and uh we get in the cop's car and he is telling us all these stories about him hearing shit feeling shit we're like oh yes it's so exciting and um i guess it's like a place where um some modern day witches go and uh sacrifice animals which you know if you know me i'm a huge fucking animal lover so i think that's fucking disgusting um but they do sacrifices there's like um a like spray painted ouija board on the side of one of the buildings like i've just heard of them doing like a lot of rituals and stuff and the reason why that they have um security there is because i guess homeless people would try and come in and get the steel so they could sell that and make money for themselves and um also like squatters and stuff i don't know why the hell you'd want to squat there because it's real gross um and real moldy it's very moldy and um so getting back into the history of it um so it shut down a while ago and they just did some really horrible things to these mental patients like unspeakable things so obviously you know what kind of um spirits that you're dealing with they're very angry they're very upset so like you know you never know what can happen and um so we were going through this tour and like a part of it had been really damaged in a fire but you could still get into the basement area and um the basement area was insane because they had these like i'm not going to say rooms because they were definitely not rooms but they were like cells and uh they had wooden doors and the wood doors were like i would say like three feet of just thickness and we went in there and you can see claw marks you can see blood you can see fingernails that are stuck in there and it's just like a horrible sad feeling and um it's just weird but again we'll get into that later because i'm just giving you like a snippet of places that we're gonna go to on um my boobies series so but flash forward to 2006 after it had been shut down for so long and you know there's so many legends about this place like how crazy it really is and um so so the freaking marines were using this hospital mental asylum like whole land as a training facility and guess what they found whenever they were on their morning run they found a box of mummified legs just legs in a freezer and mind you there has been no electricity there for forever there how could how could the police miss this like this is what doesn't make any sense to me it's very confusing but they found mummified legs i've heard of people finding like other body parts in jars and stuff there um I've just heard of like the worst possible things but again we'll get into that later um at a different episode but I just cannot believe that and it's like mind-blowing that you know that happened like would you ever would you stay at, at a place like that and uh, what would you do if you found mummified legs or body parts in jars or <laughs> I just have no idea but this cop was so nice that he was like taking us through all these places and um one of the houses like the doctor's quarters um this like main physician had this giant house and it was right next to the place and um 
you can supposedly see, I don't know if it's a patient or if it's just him, but he's in a flannel and he's smoking a cigarette. So that's kind of cool. Um, but it's like an insane place. So, so I just, I don't know how I would feel about finding mummified legs for sure. Um, but this place is one of the coolest places ever. But unfortunately, like they did even more maintenance to it, which I still don't get. Um, and literally it put up like the tallest fence. It's probably like, uh, I would say like a 20 foot fence around the entire area. And uh, so we get to break in. <laughs> um, but, you know, I love doing that. All for all for y'all, you know, of course. Um, but it's just so cool. Like this place has so much history. Also, legend has it that a nurse had hung herself from one of the balconies there. And um, you can still see her. And I have actually seen her. I swear I'm not just bullshitting, but I have freaking seen her in her little white nightgown. I have seen this girl. And you know it's crazy before um the fence was up like again they had no uh, electricity at all but in the main office uh the phone would ring all the time and that's what the security guard was telling us how the freaking phone would ring all the time and there's no electricity so how does that shit make sense you know and there have just been like lots of um weird cases and weird things that have happened there and it's crazy to me because not that many people know, especially the people in Downey that actually like live around there. There's a freaking like elementary school right next to this place. Like it is just mind blowing. Um, so mind blowing. But uh, let's see. We are going to some really fucking amazing places this. Well, my first season of boobies. Oh, my God. And I am hoping that we get to travel and stuff because I, my parents went to the Velisca Axe murder house and that's like one of my dreams. Oh my gosh, I've heard crazy things. And that's also what my parents hardcore believe in that. Oh, I didn't even mention this. I guarantee you, it's not just me bringing these spirits in. It's them too, because the Velisca Axe murder house is one of the no most notorious haunted places in the freaking United States. Honestly, I bet you it's like the world because it's so fucking crazy. I just don't understand. And they went without me and I was so upset. I'm still mad about it. And all they brought me was a fucking pin, a Velisca Axe murder pin. That's it. <sighs> How annoying. I got them into the ghost thing, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys about the most infamous Hollywood murder in history, the Black Dahlia, because actually it happened very close. Like, I don't know if you guys have listened to or watched the In the Night series. I believe it was on TNT and I totally forgot what the damn podcast was called, but it's such a good podcast. And we are going to explore that and like, you know, really... Um, get into like everything that happened because the Hodel, George Hodel's house is um, on Franklin and it is very, it's a very crazy place and it's so freaking cool. So we're gonna do that and talk about the Manson stuff, go into all of the fun abandoned mental asylums because there's so many here and I have crazy stories about each and every one of them. But we will dive into all of the reasons that certain places are crazy. So please join me every Freaky Friday for a new episode of Boobies. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Mwah! You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.